A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast with me, Dolly Tropper, James Hurl, Mr. Birmingham League Sun, Andy Harrison, the loyal one, Joss Elliott, for your latest dose of all things Shropshire cricket. And welcome to episode 45 of the Cow Corner podcast. My name's James Hurl. And joining me, as always, from a new venue today are my good friends, Mr. Loyal, Joss Elliott. How are we, Joss? I'm all right, thanks, James. How are you? Very good, thank you. And the man with the Birmingham League son, the best one, Andrew Harrison. How are we, Andy? I'm very happy and very excited to be here. So, as, as you may notice, we are recording, if you're watching the video version anyway, we are recording today from the TMS box at uh, Edgebaston Cricket Club as we are here for the day to come and see the Bears versus Lightning and also get ourselves ready and prepared for the big day on the 23rd of June, Bears versus Rapids at Edgebaston for the Cow Corner Day. So, Andy, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a good one that day. Oh yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely buzzing about it. It's going to be a fantastic day. Uh, hopefully, we can get as many Shropshire clubs here, uh, players representing them. Um, you know, uh, obviously, you're probably going to say a bit later. Discounted tickets, discounted food, drinks, and a bit of fun in the middle. It's going to be great. Yeah, Joss, are you looking forward to the big day itself now? Absolutely buzzing for it, mate. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, should be good. Uh, hopefully get lots of clubs involved and have a bit of a, an inter-club competition at half-time. I think we should done buzzing for that. Yeah, so yeah, so we've we've finally got it through and we've got it agreed by the Bears and Edge Baston today. And we're going to have a bit of a competition on the pitch uh, in between the innings breaks, aren't we, Andy? Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, I don't know what you've decided, but are we going catching, is it? Is it catching? Catching, bowling, or, or maybe even... Bowling. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, either either like some sort of catching, bowling, or even like six hitting competition on the pitch. So you're telling me Joss is knackered for all three? <laughs> hey, Joss has got the best average here out of all of us. Yeah, but he can't hit off a square if it's a six hitting comp. <laughs> when was the last time you hit a six? Uh, last weekend. Nah. Yeah. Where were you playing? Couldn't. <laughs> Ellsworth. All right. Massive, is it tiny massive then? Track uh, massive track. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah so it's 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 going to be a great day we've got as we said as andy mentioned we've organized discounted food and drink for everyone who turns up so as soon as you've bought your tickets and what's the code just cowpod 23 well done well versed (laughs) we've got the cowpod 23 so all of you who purchase tickets you will if you use the cowpod 23 three discount code what will happen is is that make sure that you are sat with us in our section of the hollies so we have give, been given two blocks of the hollies at edge baston by the birmingham bears and we want to fill it all with cricketers so once we've got that then send us the an email or get in contact through our dms and what we'll do is uh, you let us know your club who's turning up and then we'll sort you that discounted food and drink on the day as well as discounted tickets by using the cowpod 23 now however many tickets you buy the more tickets you buy the more discount you get so make sure you wrangle everyone in your club it is going to be friday the 23rd of june so maybe even work out who you're playing the next day on the 24th and try and get them involved as well just so that it kind of evens the playing field a little bit more and um yeah, it's going to be a cracking day. And oh, can't imagine a club v club challenge on the pitch. That's going to be class, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, there's some rivalries around, but just imagine them after a few GRs. <laughs> you can imagine some of the Newtown lads getting a bit rare. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Joss, we've we've already got. I think we've got a leader in the in the one club who's bought the most tickets so far. Pontsbury have purchased a wonderful sixteen. Yeah, great, great, great support for them. Good for them. Thank you, Pontsbury. Look forward to seeing you on the day. It's more players than they can get out this season. I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second, but yeah, so it's um it's been a great start to the season, and we are looking to do more Shropshire pods moving forwards as well so making sure as you can see we've got our wonderful video set up now so making sure that you do connect with the pod and uh, we can get your videos and match content on here as well anyway that's enough about the birmingham bears making sure you all follow us on instagram twitter and facebook cow corner pod for twitter and cow corner podcast for facebook and instagram and also youtube where you can subscribe but you guys already know that anyway. Anyway, let's get on to our first section and our first division. Okay, so we're starting with the Premier Division. And in the Prem, leading the way are Wellington CC in first place. In second, we've got Quat. In third, we've got Wem. Fourth are Whitchurch. Fifth, Sentinel. Sixth, Oswestry. Shrewsbury, second 11 in seventh. Shelton, St. George's. Last season's champions, Dodlow in 10th. And Maidley in 11th with Newport at the bottom in 12th. So it's been an interesting start to the season, week seven. And it kind of just feels like we've just started to get the season going, Andy. Yeah, it's been a tough time for a lot of clubs uh, getting games on. Uh, no, we're good friends at Sentinel. Um I mean, the outfield by the Pavi is always a bog uh, pre-season, coming up to the season. But with the weather we had, it was just terrible. But good to see them all getting games out there. But I've got to say, this league, um, it's uh, full of surprises. Um, I'm not surprised with the top four, as they are. Um, mm. But I'm, I'm just very surprised to see Ludlow sitting down in 10th at the moment. So uh, very interesting reading. Mm. Joss, your thoughts looking at the Prem so far there? 
Yeah, similar to Andy, really. Um, I'd also say I'm very surprised to see Newport at the bottom. Um, you know, big club, been around a long time. Um, Wellington flying at the moment. Good luck to them. And uh, and yeah, equally surprised to see Ludlow down in tenth. Mm. But it has been a very, as Andy said, a very damp start and very difficult to play. I think they've play played most. Cricket they've played most of their games though, Ludlow, haven't they? Mm. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm not sure if they've played yeah. all of them or or not. But they've played a good majority of yeah. them so far, and. Um, yeah, they found, well, they started, everyone's pretty much started the season, joint thirds, and then seventh, then 11th, and they've just moved themselves back up to 10th. But it's been that bottom three, Ludlow, Maidley, Newport, for the majority of the season so far, and your top four of Wellington, Quat, Wem, Whitchurch, probably the four sides, well, I don't know, would you say that we you, you would expect Wellington to be up there? I mean, the size of the club, yes, but um, would you think that you'd kind of expect them at the start of this season? I think um, I think that they're definitely always going to be up there. Um, I think looking at their side, if they keep everyone fit and put the first mm. team out, they're certainly going to be mm. uh, fighting. And I mean, there's no reason why they can't go on and win it. But I think they're going to have some tough competition. I think quite a desperate. I would have thought to mm. to get rid of their voodoo, really. Mm. And you know, obviously, I say it on here a few times. I only take the make. It's only a bit of fun. But say they're the bridesmaids of the league. Mm. Uh, but you know, it it is about time they won it and stepped up. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if they can. Whitchurch, I'm I'm quite surprised. Um, I thought they were going to really, really mm. do it this year. I had a funny feeling after last year getting a bit of a taste of maybe getting promotion to the Birmingham League again. Um, but they're obviously sitting in fourth. They're not a million miles behind, so mm. it could soon change. I mean, next time we have a podcast in a few weeks' time, it could all be all be different. But uh, you know, good to see me mates at Wem up there. I'm hoping they can kick on a bit as well. Looks like they got a very good overseas. Mm. So let's, uh, for me, let's hope they do do well. And I, uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, their seconds are struggling. So I know we'll come on to a bit. Yeah, later on we'll talk to it about that a bit later. Yeah, I think well, we did last year really as well. It mm. wasn't wasn't particularly great last year. So uh, you know, maybe a bit of strength and depth in the squad needs to improve. But there's a good good few youngsters. Mm. I mean, I can speak definitely about it. Uh, Martin Davis is two two youngsters. 13 and 13 and 11, I think. Mm. And uh, I mean, they're going to be good cricketers, but you know, they're, they're coming through. So hopefully in the next couple of years, they'll be uh, pushing and, and they might improve and push up the league. Yeah. Looking at Whitchurch, they, they've kind of been the front runners, uh, but then lost to Maidley, who mm. obviously find themselves in 11th, Maidley winning by five, five wickets there. So that's, that's a good result for Maidley. And, um, Again, it, it just goes to show anyone can anyone can pull a result out in in the prem. Yeah, certainly, and I mean, uh, you know, you you got to think as well. They, they've also lost uh, Andy Jones, haven't they? Yeah, uh, Andy Jones. Yeah, Andy left, Jones. Uh, yeah, Richard. so uh, obviously he was skipper the year before. I don't know who's captain now. Um, I think it's Michael Robinson, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Mike Robinson. Robinson. Sorry, it is Mike. It is Mike. Mike's a, a, a good cricketer, a good bloke as well. So, yeah. Um, to lose a player like that, he's very valuable. Obviously, he's a wicketkeeper, which you never want to lose. Mm. So that's two teams in the Shropshire Prem have lost wicketkeepers in the, mm. in the last few weeks. So, uh, yeah, strength and depth, you know, the, the loss of one player mm. who plays every week, it, it could be a big uh, yeah, a big stress on the team. Shabir Khan, uh, how much do you think that Newport are missing him this season? Oh, massive. I mean, we talk pre-season and... We, we were talking about ins and outs, and mm. we, I don't think we spoke about Newport once. Knowing mm. apart apart from Shab going to uh, 
to Whitchurch. So I haven't really heard a lot about them. I don't really know a lot of the players that are playing there anymore. Yeah. Um, so I'm obviously not playing in the league anymore. I'm not really getting to know any of the players. But, mm. you know, it's it looks like it's a bit hard slog this season, unfortunately, for them. And they're a great club, lovely ground. Um, mm. I really do hope they do well. But it's a ruthless league. And you, you're looking at it. There's, there's no weak sides in the, in the league. Not at all. You know, every year sometimes you look at sides and you think maybe they're going to struggle, but I really can't see a standout team that's going to struggle this year. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, you've got uh, Shrewsbury second 11 who, who have started really well as well, Andy. Yeah, Shrewsbury. Uh, they've strengthened well um, in in the off season. Uh, a good mate of mine, Alex, is, uh, Alex Olorenshaw has gone there and he's been up and down, but you know, it's added strength. And I think the, the fact that they have an overseas in the seconds now, uh, mm. we, I don't know if it's a new rule come in, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, so to have an overseas um, in the seconds is obviously a huge, huge thing for the club. Uh, I do see, obviously, they're struggling. The first team are currently in the bottom two in the Birmingham League, which is a shame. I really hope they can push on now. Um, but their the seconds, you know, they've got a lot of strength and depth there. You know, the Thornton brothers, they're a bit up and down. Both very good cricketers, both in the in the Shropshire scene as well. So, you know, they've got a lot of depth there and uh, some very good players. So, I'm pretty sure I I think they can push up a couple of places as well if they if they wanted to and if they get keep a consistent team. But, you know, in the table, I think seventh is in and around where they probably will mm. finish off. To be honest. Yeah. So leading the way in the runs this season in the Prem, you've got Jason Oates with 280. You've got then Maz. Um, of Whitchurch with 216, William Mashinga of Wellington 207, Michael Robinson of Whitchurch 204, and Daniel Vaughan of Wellington 185, and Charlie Morris of Osher Street in sixth with 184. So, as you see, the sides who are doing the best, unsurprisingly, have also got the batsmen who are at the top end of the uh, run scorers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. Uh... Teams who uh, who want to do well in the league need a consistent side that they're all chipping in. But you do need to have players up the top mm. of the table scoring big runs and taking big wickets. So mm. uh, it's it's sort of a usual suspects as well on, yeah. on here. Uh, obviously, Jason Oakes, we keep getting told how class he is. Mm. 276 runs. I know he's played a couple of games more than a few of the others, but mm. uh, he's always going to be up there. He's a class act, apparently. So. Yeah. Yeah, no surprise there. Lovely to see Maz. I mean, I mm. I get on really well with Maz. Um, but you know, he, he gets a year older every year. Mm. But he still chips in with them runs, and uh, <laughs> you know, he he doesn't stop. He's a run machine, really. Yeah. Um, and and obviously uh, seeing Machinga up there as well uh, with Kuldeep Dewan behind mm. him. That's three overseas players all in the top five. So mm. no real surprise. Uh, but after that, I mean, it's good good to see young uh, Charlie Morris there. Mm. Um, and obviously Ben Matthews, good to see Ben Matthews up there because yeah. I think it's been a few years since he's been hitting, hitting yeah. big runs, consistent runs. So And Shelton struggled a little bit at the start of the season as well, and it was a bit of a worry about yeah. how they get on. Obviously lost Dan Walker, who's gone to Shrewsbury second eleven. Yeah. Um, obviously a big loss for them. Not only was he doing the ground, but also... You know, he's a he, he's part of the fabric of Shelton, even though he joined as a mm. signing, you know, the family roots that, that go back there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's a huge loss for any club to lose a player of Dan's quality. Mm. I think it's a good move for him. I think he's got the chance of maybe getting a few first-team games under his belt as well, which is obviously a huge step up. But I think that's, as a youngster, you can never have a go at someone for that. Obviously, it's quite difficult to move in the season. Mm. 
Um, so I'm, I'm hoping he can really he can move on and and up his game and and play well the rest of the season. But for for Shelton, it's just a massive loss. Mm. Again, you've lost your keeper. I mean, you can lose bowlers, you can lose mm. batsmen, but keeper such a big position. I would have thought Ben Matthews as well would be mm. taking the gloves. So I think Matt Morris. I think Matt Morris is, oh, it's Moz. as well. Not Moz. Mo- let's be honest, Moz is a class keeper. I don't mm. know if you've seen Moz before keep, but I mean, he's he's a fantastic keeper. He'd be standing up to a lot of their bowlers. Yeah. He's got great sharp hands. So, uh, you know, that's, that's you know, with the gloves wise, it's a great re- replacement. But mm. Dan was a top of the order as well. So mm. it's a big, it's a big loss for the club. Yeah, um, so with the ball, we've got Joe Williams uh, with 20 wickets so far. Mohamed Irfan, the Wen Pro, on 19 wickets. We've then got Wendell Wagner, 17 wickets. Kuldeep Duan, who's quats uh, overseas, he's on 16 wickets. Then Young Hugh Morris uh, from Wellington on 15 wickets. And Jason Oates there. And uh, then Michael French on 14 wickets from Oswald Street. Deswin Currency, the new uh, Sentinel overseas. Then Sammy Griff and Simon Jones uh, finishing out your top 10 for Shelton. So good to see Hugh Morris up there, uh, Andy. Yeah, good youngster. Seen him a few times mm. uh, playing at, uh, at Wellington. And uh, yeah, it looks like he's got a lot of quality. Mm. And uh, it's always good to see youngsters playing well. You know, we've all been there when we were young. You know, and mm. it's lovely to see a youngster like flying and relishing the opportunity of playing first team cricket. Um, you know, he's a good all round player. Um, but I've, I've got to say, looking at this list, so you've got a Ludlow player top of the the batting. You've got a mm. you've got Joe top of the bowling, and Jason's also chipped in with fifteen wickets. Yeah. A great all round performance as <laughs> usual. Uh, but they're sitting in tenth, and it's mm. I know they're playing extra game, but it just shows that maybe the squad this year isn't mm. quite chipping in together. You know, as a team, you need to all chip in with them 20s, 30s with the bat and chip in with wickets. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing to see them, mm. you know, with such great figures. So if you were to make one prediction as what's going to happen in the next following weeks, Andy, in the next month, what mm. would your prediction be for the Prem? I think looking at it, my former club, Wem, are one of many former clubs, Joss. Um they uh, you can really narrow it down to what you yeah. <laughs> they, they look like they're they're stepping up a gear. I, th- I don't think the top four is going to change in the season. I think um, another former club of mine, Joss uh, Sentinel, yeah. are sitting in fifth. I think they'll probably stay there. Mm. Um, I think they are certainly they should be in the top five without a shadow of a doubt. But I think the top four look very strong mm. this year. I'm hoping that Wem can can push up the table. I'm sure Whitchurch will be fighting fighting for it, but mm. it, it's going to be very tight up there. Um, the only thing, the bottom of the table, it, I think it will rotate a little bit. Mm. I think it will. I think it will change week week by week, result by result, because I think it's going to be quite tight down there this year. I really do. Mm. Right. Uh, at that point, let's move ourselves on to our next division and Division 1. Okay, so in Division 1, leading the way this season are Newtown Cricket Club in second place, Frankton Cricket Club in third place, Allscott Heath going under a name change. We'll talk about that in a minute. Schiffnell second 11 in fourth, Werfield in fifth, Roxeter and Uppington in sixth, Lillishall in seventh, Chirk in eighth, Kund in ninth, Wellington the second 11 in tenth, 
Bowmere Heath in 11th and last season's second place side, Bridge North second 11. So looking at Division 1, what are our initial thoughts? Um, well, firstly, congratulations to Newtown. I don't think any of us saw that coming. And when we were looking at our predictions at the start of the year, none of us picked Newtown out. So they've, they've done tremendously well. I know John Anthony is scoring a lot of runs. There's a lot of, to me, there's a lot of surprises there. Um, I didn't expect original seconds to be bottom. I didn't expect Bowmere to be down there. Um, Kund probably disappointed at being ninth at this stage in the season mm. after the way they recruited. And even Chirk down at eighth. I mm. thought they'd be hiding that. Um, and Roxton obviously settled into that league very well in sixth. Mm. But um, yeah, a few, few surprises, I think, in the in the early stages, obviously. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, with everything that Josh just said, really. Apart from uh, Bridge North seconds, I knew they would probably struggle this year. And uh, it just shows that, obviously, they asked to stay in the division. And mm. I think it was definitely the right choice because you can imagine them playing in the Prem. It wouldn't have been a great experience this year. Mm. Um, so they're going to rebuild as a club. I mean, their first team are, are doing very well. Um, mm. I know that for a fact because they've played against them the other week and they were very yeah. good. Um, so I think, you know, hopefully they can bounce back. Maybe if they can get a few results this season, mm. but I could see them probably staying where they are. Mm. Uh, Bo Mahith is ginormous. I think a few of us actually said they were going to win the league this year. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there, in the pre-season yeah. preview. Uh, but again, I, I mean, Kund, great, great friends of mine and mm. obviously a Another one of my former clubs, Joss. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about my former clubs, this podcast. Um, you know, with their recruitment, they're going to be very disappointed, but they will. I, I know they will push up the league. Uh, if they get the mm. first team out every week uh, with the players that we'll talk about after firing, hopefully mm. they'll, they'll be doing well. Uh, and at the top, I mean, I think Worthfield's a, a, a team that I'm, I'm quite shocked they're up there, but I'm, I'm not shocked. It sounds, sounds really rude. I'm not really shocked, but... Uh, after finishing in ninth last season, I did. I thought it'd be a very similar season for mm. them. Uh, Frankton have a very good overseas who, mm. who does hit the ball very hard. They always seem to pick up a good overseas. And uh, Allscott, I'm surprised they're in third. I thought they would uh, have won a few mm. more games uh, since they've got a very good overseas this year. Yeah, and well done, Newtown. I just want to mention Newtown. I haven't mentioned them yet, but to be honest, I I think I had them down maybe third or fourth. Yeah. Um, they've had a fantastic they've just start. got a consistent side yeah. all the time and I mean they've got, they've got a couple of players who every mm. year just seem to step up and you know a few. I mean we'll talk about him after mm. but John Anthony chipping in with the runs and Tom with the, the ball it's mm. uh, it's going really well for him uh, and I, they're going to have a good they've got a good opportunity yeah. this season to, to win it but it's going to be a hard season because mm. a lot of good sides in this league again I mean after after what we were t we, we spoke to them didn't we Joss because we were Newtown had their nets around the same yeah. time as us, didn't they? And they, they they were a bit indifferent about their chances this season, but they were, you know, hopeful and uh, have been a fantastic start, absolutely flying. Yeah, they're always hopeful. I mean, I, I, I don't know if they've got an overseas. Has he been doing anything? Yeah, they? they've yeah. got an overseas this season, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think they're a bit disappointed that we hadn't really mentioned them more in our mm. predictions of who was going to do well. Mm. Uh, and rightly so, because, you know, they. I, I just like the way Newtown play. They're competitive mm. on the pitch. They're, they're a good bunch of guys off it. You know, mm. Nothing nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and good luck to them. I hope, hope it continues for them. Yeah, and um, beaten last weekend <laughs> by a team who have been taking all of the headlines on social media, or as they're now known, Jay Allen Heath Cricket Club. Uh, they've been relying on him all season, and he's turned up with another ton. Big Jace. <laughs> Loves it, doesn't he? 
He's class, mate. He's, he's class. He's not the only one scoring runs for them. Isn't he? No. Oh, he certainly isn't. He I, certainly isn't. I think, yeah, they've got they've got a player so good they named him twice. Uh, Sheesh, <laughs> Sheesh, um, who has been in imperious form, hasn't he, Joss? Well, he, he started with 230 odd against Quinn, didn't he? He's yes. Just, and no one else got any. So, and he's had a ton since then, under fifty. So early he's, season. I've not seen him play, but he's obviously. I've seen him. Phenomenal. I've seen him play. Yeah. Um, likes to strike the ball. Likes to play his shots. Um, you, you, I mean, I think you can tell he, he's going to be one of them that you've got to take your chance mm. if you get an opportunity. I think Kund talking to a few of them, he might have got dropped, but mm. he was about one hundred and twenty. So he to to have a chance as hundreds pretty pretty good going isn't it but mm. you know it, it just shows these these top players they will punish you if you drop them and uh, mm. yeah it's interesting we're playing him on Tuesday in midweek so I'm looking forward to playing against him he, he did bowl I, I had a game for the seconds to run out because uh, we had a we had a strong um, a strong first team and uh, luckily we got called off so I was happy to quite get, get myself a game uh, at Schiffnell for the twos and uh, he had a bowl at me and i got to say he does a lot with the ball and he he's a very very handy bowler as well as a batsman, yeah. and a few of the lads were saying he's only bowling fifty percent because he's injured. So uh, it's quite interesting later in the season to see if he is fully fit and how quick he is because he, he wasn't sharp, but he was just on the money, just uh, on it, the money. Do we know is he something someone that's going to hang around? Hang around uh, at, as in more than one season? Or is he... It's always difficult to to tell. I mean, I, I mean from experience with uh, like Sentinel. A lot of the lads, they, they come over and they go back home. And if they're the right age, I mean, you look at like Kyle Klein's now playing for the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, and he, he was touring recently in Kent, which a lot of the lads went and saw him. Uh, and Mickey Pillay, who actually, funny enough, is here at Edgebaston today. He's playing in, uh, in Norwich. Um, but again, they, I don't think, I'm not sure if players really want to come here, come to Shropshire twice. Mm. Um I mean, you look at Jace at uh, at Ludlow. It's amazing that he comes back every year, um, but it's very rare you see him come back twice, isn't it? Really, uh, and it depends on what he wants to do. But he is that sort of age, isn't he? I think he's about is he about twenty five, twenty six. Mm. I'm just thinking if, if they go mm. up, it will be on the early performance. It looks like it'll be a lot to do with him. Yeah, um, it'd yeah. just be a shame if if they then struggle next year if they can't recruit someone of a similar standard. Yeah, I, th- I think I've got to be honest. I went. Uh, I'll just give a bit of a shout out to their, um, to to them as a club for the progression and what they they want to achieve as a club because their pavilion is looking class. It looks beautiful down there at the minute. We, we, um, yeah, we had Carl on a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah, about it looks absolutely fantastic. I got there. I had a look around. Jack Case doing the brickwork, um, and it just looks completely different. The club's going to look. Mm. sensational they got mm. like a, a beautiful uh bowling green in there it's going to be like a proper club they've got football pitches it's going to be like a just like, almost like a sports village with a cricket ground on it mm-hmm. it's going to be nice. really it's going to be nice. really good and i think it's going to attract a lot of people they have a nice bar they've got a balcony to sit on i think that'll attract a lot of cricketers mm. i really do because like the balcony it's just simple things isn't it mm. you know yeah. mm. when you go to clubs like that you look at it and you think facility wise that is perfect so uh I would have thought they'll be attracting cricketers over the next few years. I know people mm. like Carl speaking to him. You know, he's getting to a point where he's had enough at times. You know, the, probably the body's not doing mm. what he wants it to do it's anymore. Time, he it? has, I mean, they have, ever since I was a kid growing up, they, you know, they're established cricketers mm. then and they're still playing now, you know, and, and they're still doing they're it still though. They're still there. doing it, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you, look at, you look at the side who they put out the other day and it's still a good side. You know, Jay, 
Jack Case opening the batting. Jason Summers, who got 93 red, you know, he yeah. was off uh, 119 balls. Uh, then Ashish Ashish obviously got a four-ball dock, uh, falling to Dave Anthony, you know. It's nice it's, to see he's still human, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it happens to all of us. It happens to everyone. Um, and uh, Carl Starling, then 21 off 22. And then Jason Allen, two, 102 off 110 balls. 10 fours. Six sixes. I wonder if any of them are as big as the one that you hit. Uh, I was going to ask, did Jason bowl in that, in that game? Uh, <laughs> Still hasn't uh, landed, no, Jason. No. Still hasn't landed. Joss hit a six, seriously. Massive, uh, mate. Some, yeah. Really, you hit a six. He's a good ball as well. Apparently still going, uh, is what we, what we hear. But um, yeah, Ashish Ashish did, did do something in that game. He got four for 27. Um, but yeah, it's... Um, it's 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 looking like a great season up there, you know. And you've still got sides like Frankton who are picking up victories. Um, a big win against Chirk. Um, that's a big one there. They, you know, Chirk's at 137 for nine off their 45, and then Frankton got 140 with for nine, uh, with seven overs remaining. Uh, Shifnal twos getting a victory over Werfield twos. Lillishaw falling to Kund. Someone else who's been doing well, obviously. Ed Davis, Andy, and um, Lillishaw also. Good to see Lillishaw Roxeter up there mid-table as well. Um, obviously, at, at Schiffnall, you've got Harvey Wakefield, who's playing a bit of ones, bit of twos as well. So, Andy, what, what's the general vibe that you're getting from Harvey? And has he said much about Lillishaw? And uh, how, how are your twos looking this season? Obviously, find yourselves in fourth position. I think... Um... From from what I hear around the club, I think the twos want to be performing a bit better and uh, obviously push up the table. I think mm. you look at the team they've been putting out the last few weeks, it's very, very strong. Um, Alex Renton's absolutely on fire at the moment. Mm. Um, I know uh, it was Ollie Parton scored 100 at the weekend, um, but he's not, he's not around particularly as mm. often as we'd, we'd love yeah. him to. Um, but I think it's difficult. I mean, we always talk about these clubs where like the likes of Shrewsbury, Bridge North, the the Birmingham mm. League clubs. Um, when the first team are short, obviously they're going to grab say two or three players from the seconds, and unfortunately it's going to be your better players. So it, it you know if you look at say Albury Cricket Club, if you would had Mark Jones taken away every couple of weeks, you'd probably struggle a bit, wouldn't you? Right, yeah. So um, I think it's a it's a tough one. I think I feel sorry for Harv in a way. Uh, I don't think he he's, he's particularly bothered by it but obviously being up and down um it's quite hard um especially to go when he's playing in the first team he's probably gonna be batting about mm. i don't know six or seven uh or maybe five six seven where in the when he's in the first uh, seconds he'll be batting three or four so, so I that's so i don't agree with that you should replace like for like um, it's it all comes really you know, if yeah you, if you need an open bat you take over the bat it is difficult because you need you need balance don't you and uh it, it's all about the balance of your team you can't really bring him in say oh do you know what charlie home you can't bat three harvey's batting three you move to four yeah you know, it's it's it is difficult and i mean that and that is the challenge when you've got two teams mm. uh both in very good divisions you know yeah. um so hopefully the Schiffner boys can can carry on but it's it's um, great to look at my former club, yeah. another former club, John. Um, <laughs> in uh, this is the couldn't one. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's lovely to see Craig Zimmer Heath back at uh, at Kund. Mm. I don't know why he's moved there. It's you know it's massive ground. He's struggled <laughs> to hit sixes there. There's a few um, balls going missing this season. Bet, yeah. Massive shout out to Eddie Davis. Mm. Um, 
just so nice to see him back playing cricket again. Mm. You know, I mean, the last time he played consistent cricket feels like a a decade ago when he was at Monty. It was just yeah. I mean, it's, 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 Joe's obviously doing something right there because he's getting yeah. a lot more action over those guys. I mean, it's playing more. Yeah. I mean, the, the worrying thing I think we'll go on to it in a minute, but Ed and Craig have both scored a lot of runs. Yeah. If you take their runs out of the equation, I think the next highest score is Joe himself with 63. With 63, yeah, it is. So a, the runs aren't coming from anyone else no, at the moment. So. No, I think I think they've got players in there with a lot of ability. You look yeah. at like the likes of Jamie Brooks, who yeah, you all know from Mulberry like days. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, ability, maybe has to use his head a little bit more and get himself in before he plays big shots. Mm. Uh, you've got likes of Ryan Ashton, who have got, I mean, he's got a lovely technique, looks like a, mm. looks like a batsman. But unfortunately, again, consistently doesn't do it. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Williams, Gabe Williams uh, talent, he, yeah. he's another one. He's got a lot of talent, but I think sometimes, you know, he just needs to use his head a bit more. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, it's consistency. And that's where... Maturity as well. Maturity Yeah, the top teams, they're consistent, aren't they? Yeah. All the teams in every league, you'll, you'll mm. find that they've got maybe a batsman that's up in the top 10, mm. and then they'll have three or four, all on about three, 400 runs, and consistently hitting 20s, 30s every week. And that's what you've got to be doing. So looking at the Kun's card, they've got so much ability. I mean, Dan Parry's another one. Say Dan Parry. Mm. He's got got a ton of the third. That's unfortunate, really, but he's not available every week. So he'll miss a game, go and Mm. play in the thirds or the second, well, in the thirds on a Sunday, and he'll score 100. Well, if you you put him in the ones and he scores 30, he's done a job. Mm. You know, and it's a shame he's... uh, not always available, really. Yeah, and good to see one of your former clubs, Joss uh, Rockster, finding themselves in mid-table, having um, you know yeah, got the set, promotion. Yeah, they settled well. Um, I, I wasn't convinced they they started as well as they have, so I'm very pleased with them. Yeah, mm. well. good stuff. And uh, the one final thing I'd say in Division One, uh, whilst Andy films the uh, teams coming out, uh, it's all right, Andy, you can do it, mate. I'll uh, I'll put this put it on myself. Is um, you've got. Bowmere Heath and Bridge North Second Eleven, two sides who were up there last season, down the bottom end. I know it's early, early on, but you'd be look, you'd be hoping if you were those two teams that you find a run of form and you get going. I Bowmere, I'm guessing because they've had issues with their pitch, haven't they? Uh, I would, team. I'd still back Bowmere to end up top, top four. Certainly, mm. I, I think they will come good. I'm not after what Andy said. I'm not sure about Bridge North. I think Bowmere will will make the way back up. Mm. I, I, I hope so. I mean they. You know, they've been pushing for the last few years. They've got they've a good got settled tie. They have they have got a good bowling lineup. Mm. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, I mean it has been a difficulty with the pitch and that is a shame. I don't think we spoke about it before, but mm. it has been a nightmare trying to get on their home ground. Yeah. And uh so with the bats leading the way, no surprises, Ashish Ashish with four hundred and eighty runs in five innings, two not outs. Uh, an average of 162 oh. tons and 150 there. Then in second place, John Anthony with 254, Craig Heath 252, Ed Davis 221 of Kund, Oliver Wood, good to see him up there. 188 from Warfield Twos, that's good to see him. You know, getting that bit of promise, pushing forwards. Uh, Jason Summers, 181 in sixth. Tom Anderson, 169. And Ryan Kruger, 134 from Frankton. Then... I think you got the cup added onto that. With the... With the ball, we've got Tom Anderson with 16 wickets, Alex Renton, 15 wickets, Daniel Hill, 14 wickets, those two from Schiffnell Twos. In fourth, Scott Hale from Frankston. Fifth, Chris Starling from All Scott Heath. Sixth, we've got Dave Anthony 
from Newtown in seventh. We've got Ashish Ashish with 11. Jonathan Phillips of Chirk, Mark Bissell and Joe Yap all joint eighth with 10 wickets. So, guys, any names jumping out at you there, really? Well, you have to mention Ashish Ashish. <laughs> He's going to end up with 2,000 runs if he keeps going like this, which is phenomenal. Um, I think John Anthony's the one. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. You know, he's got 254 already. Yeah. Um, good, I never, good I never, for him because yeah. a few years ago he, he was a bowler, really. Yeah. And, I mean, and a good bowler. And didn't yeah, he was a good bowler. Yeah. But he opens now mm. and, uh, the, the batting and gets runs, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, the, the two good newbies, Craig and Ed, have uh, proved their worth, which I'm great to see. Um, Jason Allen in 10th with 114, 102 of which were in one innings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jase. <laughs> um, yeah, and Tom Anderson's been scoring something new times as well. So yeah, yeah and um, if you can hear anything in the background, that's the uh, Lancashire Lightning coming out to bat. Um, they are batting against, uh, obviously, Birmingham Bears. Um, so, on that note, we'll move ourselves on to the next division and Division 2. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so we move ourselves on to Division 2. And in Division 2, leading the way are Chelmarsh Cricket Club, Knockin and Kinley find themselves in second, Wellington third, Levin in third, Alberbury CC in fourth, Ellesmere in fifth, Fortin in sixth, Old Brighton seventh, in eighth are Shelton second 11, in ninth are Sentinel second 11, in tenth are Beacon, in eleventh are Trisel and Sizden, and in twelfth are... Ponsbury, so guys, our thoughts on Division Two and initial thoughts on that division so far. Uh, for me, um, Chelmarsh started very well. Good luck to them. They absolutely thrashed Albury first game of the season on a, on a damp conditions. Um, quite surprised down the bottom to see Beacon where they are. And Ponsbury, I think we'll probably talk about those in a bit, but they seem to be struggling as a club in general. Mm. You know, they're both... The, relegated from Division 1 only a couple of seasons ago, and they're both obviously struggling in Division 2 now, yeah. which is sad to see. Um, Knockin started well. I mean, Aubrey mm. beat them quite convincingly last yeah. weekend. And think, I think my money, but I'm not, I'm, I know I'm a bit biased, but mm. I think Aubrey will, will be up there at the end. They, they, they seem to be yeah. picking 10 good players every week now these days. Yeah. In the first, early. 
<laughs> oh, uh, uh, you, you know what, mate? You're probably spot on there. Um, <laughs> probably, actually, there's no probably about it. You are spot on there, mate. Um, but yeah, it, it, was, it was a bit of a, yeah. Um, Ponsbury would be the worry for me. Uh, some of the sides that they're putting out, the, the strength of player that they have available to them and what they're putting out on a Saturday. Obviously, no disrespect to the players who are playing, but... You know that that you know there's play, like Matt Hartshaw not turning up, Robbie Hartshaw. Yeah. Obviously, Pat Cudmore's got his golfing. Steve Wilson's hardly even played, and uh, Owen yeah, Morris. You know, my you know, fancy team he hasn't bothered playing. <laughs> there's there's a lot of there's a lot of players who aren't turning out on a Saturday. Or uh, they're playing for the seconds. It just seems very strange their selection mm. policy. But I suspect there's, there's obviously politics as there is in all clubs, but mm. there'll be reasons for it. But there's people that, in my mind, should be playing first that are playing seconds. And there's others that are playing for the first, maybe just to make the numbers up. With all due respect to them, on, on, yeah. On, why why, 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 why did you say that, looking into my eyes, then, Josh? Yeah. In... <laughs> Unfortunately, like I, I mean, we, I think we spoke about it a bit earlier. That since ever since they um, they were winning the league, mm. and and almost, I'm not going to say gave up. And this was mm. Div One um, well, in it? Division yeah. One. Yeah, they didn't give up. I just don't think they wanted it. Mm. Um, and ever since then, it's just been a, uh, you know, a slide down the leagues. And to be honest, looking at the team they're putting out, there's no surprise whatsoever. Mm. There's no surprise. Um, the lads need to step up. They mm. really do. I mean, as a club, um, it's just a shame. Mm. It is a shame. Uh, I, I don't want to criticise them. I'm not going to criticise them on here for what, what's going on. Mm. There's always politics in clubs, always things we don't know about. Um, but it, it's just sad to see them down there because, you know, Division 3 then, it's a, it's another big step down and... Mm. Uh, yeah, it'd be, be very sad to see. But in this division, Hurley, I mean, mm. there's a couple of a couple of big surprises yeah. in there. Every, there? Everyone's, everyone's taking results off everyone. And I think it's going to be a very tight division, probably outside of Ponsbury, unless they sort themselves out, unfortunately. But, you know, Chalmarsh, we play Chalmarsh first game, and it's one of those. When it's first game of the season, it's a bit 50-50, isn't it? And you, you never know quite what's going to happen and who might turn up and... Aubrey just didn't turn up, but since we've got a good run of form going, we've convincingly beat Knockin and Ellesmere sides who have picked up good results recently. Wellington thirds look like they're going to be up there and uh, uh, have started doing well. Fortin have started picking up results. Old Brighton, you know, th- th- well, they've um, they've got some they've got some very good players. Obviously, Shimon is England. injured. England, yeah, he's got over fifties. England over fifties. Congratulations, Adam. Yeah, injured his hamstring. Friend of the podcast, so hopefully he gets better from that. And uh, obviously, you've got Shelton twos who are picking up results, but then losing some Sentinel twos who've got a strong side beacon. You know, even down in tenth, but there's there's a win between like tenth and yeah. third and sixth and first. So it's one of those that um, I think it will balance itself out as it goes on. But yeah, good signs so far for Alberbury. You know, after after the worries of the first couple games, but you know, starting to find our straps. And you know, like most of these divisions, it'll start to you know we'll start to find out what's really going on um, as as the season progresses into the next few weeks because it feels like the season. Since only really just got started, doesn't it, really, guys? Yeah. So, leading the way in Division 2, we have got... Oh, uh, there's a wicket gone down, has there been, at, in, in the cricket outside? Yes, there is a wicket that has gone down, uh, but that's not what you, <laughs> you all want to hear. You all want to hear what's going on in 
Division 2 leading the way with the runs. Garrett Houston, 186 runs. In second place, Lee Craig with 181. In third place, Tom Hill from Chelmarsh, 166. Usman Barry, 148. Trisel in fifth. Connor Glendenning, 143. Then two lads from Fortin, Chris Hughes and Ian Roberts, 135 and 129. Curtis Fury, who's been on a good run for Ellesmere, 128. Lee Davis, 118 from Ellesmere as well. And Nick Bevan, 117 from Beacon. With the ball, uh, Elliot Ward unsurprisingly leads the way with 15 wickets after that 7 for against Alderbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harjit Singh from Wellington, a third 11 with 14. Chris Morris and George Mondrell of All Brighton in third with 12 wickets. Lee Craig in fifth with 11. Joe Austin, Ashley Thomas and Scott Randall both with 10 wickets. Floyd Owen and Matty <laughs> Cumming uh, finish out the top 10 with nine. So guys, any names jumping out to you there in Division 2? I think um, Lee Craig, very yeah, good all-round performance. Obviously, mm. uh, tries all down in a, at uh, 11th at the moment, aren't they, in the league? Mm. Which is a, a surprise as well. I think uh, we didn't mention it before, but quite surprised. I thought they were going to finish a bit higher this season, but there's plenty of time, obviously, to go for them. Um, but the others really, the, the, the big standout, obviously, is Garrett finally fulfilling a bit of potential there. Mm. Yeah, I'd like Co- to think he, he got, got his first ton, didn't he, last yeah. weekend. I think he might step up now. I think that might be the start of him because he, yeah. he's got, you know, I've seen him battle a lot of times. He's got so much talent. He just seems to mm. lose concentration when he gets to 20 or 30 and just throws his wicket away. Yeah. When he should be going on and getting these big scores like he did last mm. weekend. So yeah. We can't have a podcast without mentioning uh, Conor Glenn Denning. Um, Hurley's just got the uh, Vaseline out. Um, but Us- Usman Barry as well, very consistent player, carrying on from mm. his form from last season. Yeah, he, he turned. They both he turned out, and he looked a good player um, when we played him. He looks he looks like he'll do a bit, and uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Division Two pans out because I think it could be anyone's league, and you know you just have to put a good run together. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm surprised Jamie Weir is playing seconds. Is is that a regular thing, or has he just done it now for a couple of seasons, mate? Yeah, he's he, still um, quality. I just, I don't I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they, from what I've heard. The first team are going to try and um, talk him into um, to playing the white ball because he played in the midweek uh, and he scored a big ton. Mm. Um, Run out potential. He didn't. He didn't have the ball in his hand, so we're all right. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So he he got a big ton um, in the it was the hundred, I think, was mm. it the hundred? Um, yeah. So I like... think I think in the white ball colored mm. kit, he'll be uh, he'll be in the ones hopefully. Mm. So let's move ourselves on to the next division and division three. Okay, so into division three we go. Leading the way in division three, we've got Column, and in second place, we've got Quat second 11, third place, Brosley. Fourth place, Ludlow, second 11. Fifth, Church Aston. Sixth, Oswestry, second 11. Seventh, Maidley, second 11. Eighth, Monty. Ninth, Welshpool. Tenth, Willie. 11th, St. George's, second 11. And 12th, Wem, second 11. So, guys, having a look at Division 3 there. What are our initial thoughts? Well, uh, wow, Column mm. gives me um, a little reminder looking back in the past when, say, the likes of Beacon were mm. flying up the leagues, league by league, winning each one. Mm. Um, it's, it just reminds me of that. I have a feeling they're going to progress all the way up to uh, 
to maybe Division One in in the future. But yeah, I think they've taken the lead by storm, and they I think they will they will end up um, running away with it. To be honest, mm. another wicket's gone down, so uh, you can probably hear the crowd in the background. Friend of the podcast, Den Mousley, with the with the wicket there. Um, so, Joss, your thoughts on Division Three? I think. I'd certainly echo what Andy said about Colm. I think they are where Beacon were 10, 12 years ago mm. climbing up the leagues. They've got some really strong players mm. for, for Division 3 especially. Yeah. They've got the Simmons brothers. I, I mean, not much this, yet. Yeah. Adam Millichip and yeah. Brenton Ferry and mm. uh, Milan Dancingani. So they'll, they'll go up and they'll, they'll probably win Div 2 next year. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in fact, the top four there doesn't really surprise me. I think Quat, such a big club as Quat, the second is yeah. going to be strong. Yeah. Brosley on the up again and Ludlow yeah. on Bro- the Prem last Brosley year. strengthened in the off-season yeah. and it's good to see them doing well. They did lose though at uh, the weekend to Oswestry Second Eleven, who put up a, a big score. They scored 278 for six off their 45 and then Brosley all out 199 chasing and uh, Church Aston doing well as well. I think, you know, you're probably looking at that top six is where it's going to come out from for my p- prediction and they, they've been the top, even though it's been on and off, they've been pretty much the top six consistently. The one thing I would say, though, Andy, is St. George's second 11 aside, who did well, you know, even though they came 11th last season, they came third and the season before, find themselves in 11th and when second 11, found themselves, you know, sixth, seventh um, the last few seasons, but find themselves in 12th and struggling to get a side out, it looks. Yeah, I think all clubs go through that that period in time it happens unfortunately um i mean it, it's more sad the fact that when are oh, such a well run club um out of all the clubs i've played for they're probably one of the better run clubs around around shropshire um i'm hoping it will improve as the year goes on i really do um but again i mean i it's it's one of them where i think they've got a great group of youngsters coming through but they're not quite ready to progress up to the second team yet um so um hopefully they can they can put put it through St George's I think they're a side where the first aren't particularly doing great either mm. um I was watching I was actually I was at um a Schiffnell uh, Schiffnell game the other week um against Bridge North and Stephen is it Stephen Taylor yeah yeah he was he was uh, he was watching and we thought wow well if he's not playing for uh, for St. George's, that's a massive loss. I don't know what he's doing, whether he was just out for the day and had a day off because he had the kids or what. Mm. But, um, I mean, that's a huge loss to their to their squad. Mm. Um, but it looks it looks a very, very good league. I think, Col- as we as we say, Colum uh, are, are probably going to fly. And I, I agree with Joss. I reckon they could go up and win the next league as well. But they are going to have some competition. Quat have always wanted to push up the leagues, their seconds, get the seconds close to the firsts. Mm. Um and, and there's some other good sides in there. Brosley, as you say, recruited well. Um, Shame to see Monty. Yeah. I, yeah do you know what? You mention it every time, and I yeah. agree. And I think they've got some good players yeah. there as well. I they, really they were do. They good in Division 2. They were good in Div 1. They're yeah. in Div 3 now. They, they just... Mm. Yeah. You know, look at Barker. And that's a big Yeah. Hit. And uh, Aaron Ruffcock should be scoring more runs, probably. 
<laughs> just seeing <laughs> Mitchell hit it out of the ground. Yeah, a huge six <laughs> in Darrell Mitchell. But yeah, again, you're here for the uh, Shropshire pod. So we'll carry on talking about that. Yeah, so leading the runs in Division 3, Millen, Dansingani, Ian Shimmons and Adam Millerchip, all of Column Cricket Club. 159, 157 and 137 in fourth. Gavin Jones, 137. Andrew Barker, 129, keeping up the good fight for Monty. Joseph Cotham, someone who's done well in the, in, who's progressing. He, you know, he did well if you've been listening to the extra pods over the last few years. He, he's been a name that's picked up, so it's good to see him progressing for the twos. Alfie Oaks in seventh for Brosley, 121. Miwa Jetawal from Column and Darren Everson also from Column, 116, 111, and Rob Bennett of, of Montgomery with 108. With the ball in Division 3, you've then got Gavin Jones with 11 wickets, Scott Kemsley with 8 wickets, Terry Hughes, Dan Handley, Brenton Ferry, Charlie Kinsey, Jimmy Arbuckle all with 8, Archie James of Oswald Street with 7, Edward Bennett again from Monty uh, with seven and Rob Anderson from Welshpool with six wickets. So guys, there's another six goes past and Andy enjoys that one. Um, Anyone jumping out to you there? I mean, the fact that there's there's four column players in the the run score in the top 10 shows their dominance. I mean, there's also three Monty. Yeah. Three Monty players and, and two... Two Bosley, yeah, mm. and one quad. Yeah, it's 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 quite amazing to see all them. Um, I think I think sometimes I, I like to have a look at the the, the mm. tables and uh, and look for the experience and someone that can win their team games and look at it. Terry Hughes mm. up there in third from quad quality outfit, quality yeah. player, someone that could probably just play in the first still. Yeah. You know, he's very consistent, puts the ball there and thereabouts, and he, mm. he, he should do very well in that league, but. Yeah, there's I've, no surprise seeing Simmons up there. I mean, he's played yeah. at a much higher level and, and should be scoring runs really in, in Div Three. So, yeah. predictions from Division Three moving forward, do you reckon? Oh, it's a tough one, really. I mean, I, I, I've said it three times now. I think Colin will storm the league. Uh, I think uh, I would have thought Quat might go up with them, uh, but Brosley will have something to say about that. Mm. Um, around around the bottom, I really hope that Monty keep going strong. I hope they do well. And it's sad to see Willie down there um, mm. again. They're, they're always, uh, I mean, like what were they mm. last year? They they finished sixth last year. But again, I think some of these clubs um, are just just struggling mm. a bit, like you know, compared yeah. to what they used to. Yeah, it's. I think they've they've struggled as well getting on. But yeah, they finished mid table last few years, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be tight. It's going to be a good. It's going to be a good division in Division Three, a bit like Division Two. I think it could swing, but the I think the only thing with Division Three is you've definitely got that hierarchy of clubs at the top and column. Yeah. You know they're doing well on and off the pitch. You know the, the social media stuff that are putting out. The you know the group training, the ladies teams, the juniors, everything in that club is progressing forwards in a in a positive way. As you said, a bit like Beacon and the results happening on the pitch as well, which is you know only going to be of benefit. So, guys, any final thoughts before we move ourselves on to our final section? No, I think we're pretty happy here. Great stuff. Right, let's move ourselves on to our final section. Okay, so thank you very much, as always, for listening or watching on YouTube this one, because uh, we've been able to record it live with all of our fantastic new tech that we've uh, invested in, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it, and hopefully if you're just listening as well, why not give it a look? Uh, 
And yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast. As always, make sure you like, share and subscribe. Share the pod. Get it around as many club cricketers as we can as possible. Um, if you have any thoughts, opinions, or you want to be heard on the podcast, send us an email, cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com or send us a DM in our Instagram or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter messages as there's another wicket. Mousley's having a great game here so far. And if you want to get down, everyone wants to get down on the 23rd of June, use the discount code COWPOD23. And what have we got there, Joss? We've got discounted tickets. We've got discounted food and drinks. We've got a an inter-club competition at halftime, which I can't wait for. Yeah, we've also had uh, some players from the Birmingham League, Andy, uh, challenge us to a boat race. So if there are any Shropshire clubs out there who believe that they would be able to take on... Well, I mean, I think we'd be a pretty good trio, this, to be honest. Is this, uh, boat Lemington? Race. Is this Lemington by any? Uh, L- Lemington, K&D, a little oh, bit of a mix. Right, OK. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be interesting. That would be very interesting. I heard the Lemington lads can drink, so... Mm. I'll be worried for a few lads there, but we'll always have a go. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you fancy taking us on, we'll uh, we'll get that sorted as well. So there'll be a few competitions going on through the day, and we'll be hopefully giving a few giveaways. But yeah, it's going to be a great day. We want all cricketers. We want all cricketers from the Shropshire League, the Midlands, everywhere to descend. We've got two blocks of the Hollies to get everyone down there. That is what we want. It's going to be a great day. All cricketers on the train or driving up wherever you want. It's going to be an absolute class class day you do not want to miss out you can find the links on our socials if you can't send me a message and i'll send you the links or just go through the edge baston uh ticketing website and then make sure you put the discount code cowpod23 the link that we have in our bio and our information on our socials and that we're putting up has the discount code added already if you don't want to go through that or just send us a message and let me know and I can send you the link straight away with it selected. It will then put you only in the section that we have. So if you don't use that, you won't be in our section. You can only get in our section with that and that is the only way you can get our discount and the discounted food and drink and that is the only way that you get your club involved um for the club v club challenge if you don't if you're not in our section then you don't get all of that unfortunately but yeah it's going to be a great day guys isn't it and we really want everyone involved don't we andy oh 100% mate i think uh, they were saying earlier they might over the tannoy give mm. a shout out to the clubs that maybe have the most most people here. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. yeah, get yourselves here. Pontsbury are winning it at the moment, aren't Pontsbury they? Pontsbury winning at the moment. They're with 16, flying. Yeah. It's the only thing they're going to win this season. <laughs> <laughs> Your but... words, not mine. I don't I don't want another beef with uh, no, Pontsbury. No, we haven't, we haven't got know. no beef with Pontsbury. We're looking forward <laughs> to them coming, to be fair. Good lads. Um, nah, it's going to be a great day out. We want to see as many clubs as possible. Bring your club shirts, your club mm. hats. You know, um, get out there and let's have a good mix of people mm. from Shropshire. You we'll know, even, yeah, we'll even have our cameras and mics with us as well so we can get some content. So if you fancy having a few beers and then saying some stuff whilst we're there, that'll be fun, won't it, Joss? Yeah, it should be good. And you don't have to be a cricketer either. I mean, Hurley will be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fantastic. That's great stuff. But yeah, get make sure you get down. And uh, if you have any questions, get please get in touch. Anyway. Thank you very much for listening. This has been another episode of the Cow Corner Podcast. Until the next time, goodbye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 